check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hello, friends. Hello, foe, and welcome to a very different episode of Comedians. My name's Jonathan, and not joined with me directly as he usually is is a very special man. In fact. He's the man that enforces the rule that every single cafe has a different ordering system just so that you never know what you're meant to do when you go to them. It's Mr. Joshua Petrenko. Thank you so much, Jono. I'm so excited to be here. I'm glad we're in the same room. Oh, okay. So technically, okay. Technically, people might say we're not in the same room. And technically, some may say that we're still recording online, which means we're breaking our promise. We are not breaking our promise. We are currently not talking right now in the same room or looking at each other, we're doing this separately, that's why sometimes I can get- Now I have no idea if I left a long enough gap, but I absolutely agree with you. Now, if you haven't picked it up by the awkwardness of this introduction, we're not doing this live because this is a cutting room floor episode, what we're calling Lost But Not Forgotten. Now these uh, little, little clips, little segments that you're going to hear, uh, we'll briefly introduce them, but they're the bits that didn't quite make the cut. Not because they weren't good, even though that's probably secretly in the back of our mind while they didn't make it, but mainly because we waffle when we record and we record for way too long and we say things that don't fit the vibe of the podcast. So these are our some of our favourite segments that we wanted to include. Um, we wanted to hear the light of day, but just didn't fit into other podcasts. So we've got a couple of songs, we've got a little, little flashbacks, we've got some bits from podcasts before we even recorded the pilot. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoy and... Uh, Joshua, uh, what do you what do you have to tell the people? Well, I just like to say something that I feel like I haven't been able to say yet, and that is. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, on with the show. Now, this first clip that you're about to hear is an interesting one, actually, because it took place before we even recorded the pilot. We did like a little little test segment just to to get the flow in, and it was a bit of a fever dream, as a lot of these early episodes are. But we're recording this, yeah, I think, in the in the thick of the Olympics, and um, there's a little story that we we talk about about deciding how they decided um, which one of the athletes got got a gold medal in a certain event, and we had our own take on how they should do the decider. And right right he was like, "Look, what we're going to have to do, uh, we can't separate you. We're just going to have to keep going, like sudden death, like keep jumping until one of you knocks it over, right?" Because I think what the problem was, there was a certain height that they could both jump over, but both of them couldn't make it over the next one. So how do you separate them? So it was just going to oh, like sudden death. It was, it, it was it was like a it was like a high jump off. Yeah, it was a high it was a high jump off. That's exactly what it was. Right. Okay. But these yep. guys have been doing it for ages, and obviously, like you don't train to clear the same thing like fifteen times in a row, right? You train yeah. to clear it once, maybe twice. And even that, you get like two attempts. But this is going to be a high jump off, a, a high jump of death. You, you jump and there's no mat. You just fall into the Now that abyss. I think about it, that's kind of uh, maybe not the best idea. I wonder if there's a better word we can use for it. Because now I'm thinking like a high <laughs> jump off is like a it's just yeah. a dive, actually. And I'm yeah. wondering if we're getting confused between a high, high jump diving. off and a dive, high diving. <laughs> Which is an actual Olympic sport, and I'm wondering if they're going to have some uh, copyright issues with this. They, they, they might. There might be something, <laughs> some conflict of interest there. But luckily for them, they didn't have to invent a new word because as the referee was saying to these two blokes, he's like, so what we're going to have to do, we're going to have to extend the jump off, and they, they cut over him. And one of the guys said, can we share the gold? And the guy started going, 
look, we can, but blah, blah, blah. And they both just started hugging and celebrating and just going nuts together because they decided, look, we're both equally the best. Let's just share the gold medal. And I, they, who knows? I don't know how there was an extra gold medal there if they just print an extra one just in case someone wins two of them or something. <laughs> but <laughs> they, <laughs> like, just, they just were like, uh, you know what? Just in case, let's make sure we 3D print an extra one. Yeah, it's okay. It's going to be plastic. But we'll, but like, we'll never gold. really be need right. it, will we? <laughs> we won't need it. We... And then they just give you this cruddy one that's like really flimsy. This yeah. is a pretty shitty one. It's like that. It's like a toy you get out of like one of those like. You know, the, those the Christmas the... crackers. <laughs> the Christmas characters. I was going to say Christmas characters. Or like those big like things in the ball where you put a couple dollar coins in and you crank the little thing and it goes. All right, all right, all right. And, then, <laughs> and then like a little big plastic bowl that's and got some junk thing in it. It's and it's just extremely disappointing as well. <laughs> it's yeah. extremely disappointing. It's like you spent $2 and you got this plastic bowl that clips together. For like a week until it breaks. The, the, That's the, what I'm imagining. The adrenaline high, the adrenaline high peaked when your parents like, yeah, you can do it, and that that's yeah. even where it builds up, and then it stops. There's nothing because what happens. Yeah, because what happens is, and we'll get to the Olympics. Trust me, I'm not going to do this thing where we discuss <laughs> stuff in the Olympics because I want to get back to the high jump off. Sorry, whatever we want to call it, but the the, the high that, diving, uh, the high diving, the high the the the, the high jump death match that's right that's not not a death match but it's a death match and the thing is because the way why it's so crazy those things in those in the shopping center is because you never get told you're allowed to right as a kid yeah exactly unless unless you got a couple really like cool parents or like a really cool auntie who takes you out it's always to see a movie always you go have maccas yeah it's it's (laughs) that's what happens yeah. It doesn't happen any other time. But, like, when these guys shared the medal, like, it was, it was, look, I hate to say it, but it's the Boomer Parade. Up in arms. Absolutely up in arms. And there was an article in the newspaper in the age, and it's like, oh, how ridiculous is the age of um, athletes choosing gold medals? And that's absolutely not what happened. They didn't just walk up and be like, oh, I'll have the gold one, thank you. I mean, that'd be great if you could do that. But... It's not how it works. I will say, I've, I think it's kind of dumb to share a gold medal. I think at one point, if you're there to decide who's the best at something, then bloody commit to the bit, man. Let's, so you, let's you be honest. I tell you what I want. I want a high jump off. I want two people just machine gun, just jumping at this hole. And it gets like progressively a little higher. And of course, <laughs> no one's going to do it. But if they both fail, okay, then we need to go to like a second thing. So yep. it's the gold medal for the high jump, but let's say they have to do a thumb wall, right? They go three, four, five, oh, six. Oh, this is actually a thing. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb wall, or they do paper, scissors, rock, right? Yeah, but is, no bombs allowed. This is a thing, Josh. In other sports, you know, oh, I really? play. I play ultimate frisbee. Definitely not a real sport, according <laughs> to a lot of people. Oh. But it is. It it definitely is. I've got. To, I could do it. A whole separate podcast series on this. I know. Uh, I've got we're, things we're to bring playing up. To a that, tournament. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> when we get to it, hopefully never. But there was um, a <laughs> tournament I played at, and it was like back to back to back to back to back games. It was just designed like an endurance tournament. Like you played right five on. games with with like two minutes in between, just enough to change fields, and we tied. At the end of our first game, we were tied, so it went to a decider, and the decider was yeah. you get your two captains. Someone just like. 
I know, chuck like a shoe in the middle of the field. And it was whoever threw the disc closest to the, the shoe, their team won. That's dumb. And that's how we lost. But... <laughs> <laughs> But who was the sad sack that 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 lost that? Let's be honest. You, you oh. let's be honest. You were looking at the kid that 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 screwed that up for you, and yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ, man! The saddest thing about <laughs> it was the- our captain was actually the guy who organised the whole tournament. So he had like <laughs> 250 people at this tournament that he organised, and he done all these frosters and got all the food and everything, and then he just goes and bins it. <laughs> He landed like five meters away from it. The other guy landed it on top of the shoe. Oh, but for them it's hilarious because they're like, "Oh, we won the game on a on a on a like a, a throwing at a shoe." But for us, it's like we played just as well, if not better, than the other team. And then we just had to had to lose. I tell you, yeah, then you lose to throw some stuff. Throw shoe. <laughs> I I would love if there was a sp- special sport that was never ever played at Olympics and rarely played ever. Like they had some rule that you're not allowed to play this sport ever, but you're allowed to play this sport only when there's a tie. So it's a special sport that you can only use in a position of a tie where it's like, it doesn't have to be like strength-based. It has to be something random and luck. I want something like that in the Olympics. Where Do you reckon luck no but other a little time, bit of skill? No, I don't want skill at all. No, because you're not allowed to practice. No practice for it. Oh, We're true. talking in the case where, where like, let's say you're in the you're in the pool and you're yep. doing the I don't know the hundred meters freestyle. The hundred meter and flippy then three flop. people, three people are swimming and it's dead on. It's crazy. It's dead on three people and they all hit it at the same time. And there's no way to decide. Wait, wait. And so they get rid of all the all the. Oh, what I had the vision in my mind was that they're <laughs> in a pool with no lane ropes, and they were like no, okay. swimming in a triangle towards right. each no. other. <laughs> no, but we're talking like this is the end of the, the race, right? Yeah, they touch the wall at the same time. There's three people, and then they go, "Okay, three people dead on. All right, bring out the guy. There's this one guy that's dedicated to the sport, and he brings out this giant book, and he flicks to through the pages." <laughs> And they like connect the line of what kind of sport it was to the the style of this one sport. I don't know what sport it'd be. Maybe like I don't know something. I can't be throwing because throwing is skill based. Has to be but something. Maybe where if you're a swimmer, you're not very good at swimming. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no but you still no, gotta be swimmer, able to like. You still yeah. gotta have a bit of a bit of muscle on you, probably. I reckon they pull out like the 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 ki- the cool math games for kids website and they oh. just play one of those games. <laughs> Like a nostalgia oh, that's game. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Ooh, what if they they have to bring out like uh like Mario Kart and you have to do Rainbow Road? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Be honest, unless you're really really good at that. Yeah. No one's good at that, right? I think so. And to be honest, I think so. You they can wheel train out this like, like like what else are you gonna do in the Olympic Village? It's like everyone's like condition training or whatever. But if you know you've got a really even matchup, you go back, you play in Rainbow Road for five hours every night. And we're oh. like, no, you need to go and rest. You've got your game tomorrow. Okay, no, but no, what I'm if... Okay, no. What if they bring someone specially from each country that is not allowed to play? Oh, so they're good. not good at Mario Kart, but they're specifically brought to the Olympics just so that in the case of a tie, they wheel this guy out. Or this yeah, woman yeah. out, right? They the, wheel this, this person out. They wheel this nerd out this, from the this, back. This, yeah. This, from the back and like so there's like this Russian guy, there's like an Argentinian, and then there's like Australian. And I'll tell you what, I'll put my hand up for it. If Play someone Rainbow needs Road to take Australia. the board on this, 
and I'll, I'll play Rainbow Reef Australia. Am I good? No, but that's, but that's not the perfect. Point. You, you you get in there, you get in there, and then you just play defensive, okay? And then you just go for it. Because let me say it, all the all the Olympic people that have just run their thing are too tired to play Rainbow Road. They've been They're not out. in the right position. They haven't got the headspace for it. Or I've got the headspace for it. So what well, I'm saying here is I'm trying to get in a reason for me to get into the Olympics. And I then I can perfect. be the reason to get gold for Australia. Where I thought you were going with this <laughs> is you're like, oh, there's the sport no one played. I think that's an excellent idea. But there's just a game that no one has played until the Olympics. Every year they invent a new sport and that's its own competition. So you, you like you sign up for your swimming, you sign up for your running, you sign up for your rock climbing. And then I sign up for uh, ec- mystery sport. And Ooh. we bring a whole team. We bring like 20 of us. We're, we're the mystery sport team. And we get there and it's like half an hour before the game starts. You're like... These are the rules. Here's a YouTube video of how to play. Go out there and see who wins. I reckon that would be sensational. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe it's like a big wheel. We do like, you know, we do like um, uh, Wheel of Fortune, right? We spin a big wheel and it's just a bunch of different letters and you and it lands on a space and you pull the little tap, the number off and you have like Regis Philbin or whoever that guy was that did in Australia. I don't remember. Was it David? What's his face? Right, and he he pulls a little card off. He goes, and the mystery, and the and the mystery sport is drum roll, please. Hockey. Yes, we've already done hockey. So they're not inventing a new sport. Yeah, it's just doing a random sport. So yeah, that way everyone on the team have to be there till the very end because if there's a tie, they pull out the wheel and they spin the wheel. Yeah, and it and it lands on something. I think that's maybe perfect. there's a wild card space as well. <laughs> What's the wild card space? <laughs> um, it's it, it's it's an ancient. It's one of the ancient um oh, sports like that, the naked that wrestling from yeah from from Greece where like it's never been played before, but it's only played on this wild card spot, right? God, you'd hope you didn't get the actual marathon where you have to like oh. r- run 42 kilometers across Greece and then die when you get to the destination. But, right. So know. if you get, if you, if you get the wild card spot, they pull out this little mini wheel because obviously wheels are fun, right? Wheels are they always are. fun when you spin them, right? And then everyone goes, spin the wheel and they spin Mate, the, the wheel. Crowd would and be it goes, pumped. <laughs> I think I've fixed the Olympics here, Jono. I've got to be honest. I think you have. Sometimes things happen so long ago and were so insignificant that you completely forget what they're about. And this segment is exactly one of those things. On the run sheet, I can see that it says uh, misleading TV shows. And I'm pretty sure that's a segment I brought to the table. I cannot tell you what it's about, but I'm assuming it's about misleading TV shows. So uh, enjoy. Joshua, I've come to the realization that I am extremely influenced by like sort of what I listen to and what I watch. 
Can and I surprise you, Jono? Yes, please surprise I'm me. I'm also pretty influenced by, yeah. it, by the stuff I watch as well. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because I tell you once that I started skateboarding and you pick up skateboarding. Reportedly, <laughs> which is incorrect, but Allegedly, okay. allegedly. Don't sue me. Allegedly, allegedly. This is all satire and performance. This is all satire and performance. But correct. I think I'm not the only one here where I say that like what I watch in TV shows and stuff are a big influence on like what you actually want to do as a career and where you want to work. It's true. And I know that's a big influence because I've been I've been watching Suits lately. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's it's about a lawyer. Yeah. He's not a lawyer who is a lawyer. Very confusing concept, but it's great. True. Um, but I don't want. Can I? Yep. I will say that does remind me of someone I know who uh, is in IT, is not good at IT, but is still an IT professional. Not naming names. Uh, I know that person as well. Did you perhaps, I mean, <coughs> sorry, Two did your thumbs. friend, did your friend. My friend, I mean, um, yeah. Did he watch the IT crowd? Is that me? Uh, <laughs> I, I might have watched a couple episodes. I mean, my few. friend, my friend. Your friend, he watched a couple episodes. Watched a couple episodes, yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, continue. But, sorry. Yeah, I, no, no part of me wants to be a lawyer, but when I watch Suits, all I want to do is be a lawyer. I want to be giving True. people those those handshakes, those business deals. I've been doing it to myself whenever I do something really good. I'm like, yes, mm. well done. Good good job. Nice firm handshake with myself. I want to be walking in that $1,000 suit through the corporate building. I don't want to do that. I, I'll probably work for a small business or a pri- uh, public sector. And that's where mm. my heart belongs. But it really influences you because that's what I you're seeing. S- that's your life. True. I will say as someone who doesn't necessarily have a big you know suit life mm. but does wear fairly suitish kind of when when i go to when i actually go into work it is feel you feel weirdly powerful like yeah hey look at me i'm in a fancy dress you, you i'm fancy like dress when you oh, go to okay. like a like a cocktail party or something or a uni ball, yeah you feel like you're the absolute you feel king. Yeah. you feel like you're the absolute king when really you just put on a, a nice shirt and you're still the asshole inside. Yeah, and you got your twenty dollar um, leather shoes from Costco, and the clip on tie, the clip, the clip on tie, tie that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that you know, exactly. no one can, that you you think no one can tell, but everyone everybody knows can tell. Like it's well, by the way, everyone knows. And um, yeah, I, I this is I think a lot of people will be relating to this. And another one for me is I had a friend. I have a friend. I don't want to ruin the friendship. I have a friend. Yeah. Um, you have who a friend? Wants to, wants to be a cop. You have another friend? I do. I is do. this the first time I'm hearing about another friend? What I, the? I, surprisingly. Jesus Christ. Um, just because I don't have a podcast with them doesn't mean that I'm not friends. That's You're not bullshit. actually my friend. You're my, you're my colleague. Um, actually, okay. we're not making money off this. Well, when we start making money, then we can be colleagues. If we start making but, money. Um, they want to be a cop. They want to be a detective, Continue. blah, blah, blah. They'll tell me all this. And... Then I thought, I'm kind of wondering, oh, I'm kind of surprised they want to be cop, detective, whatever, okay. really what they're doing with their life. And then in that same conversation, they bring up they've just started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Like, okay, that all, <laughs> yeah. it all comes together. Yeah. It all comes That's together. true. And, um, you know, sh- I would say shows have a very good way of really highlighting the great parts of things. Oh, absolutely. And never talking about the bad parts of it. Except and there's, if they one, talk- there's one. There's oh. one. The Office. If and every time I I'm applying for a job because I'm doing that a lot at the moment I'm applying for a job I'm thinking about that nine to five grind I just think of the office and go I don't want to sit in that office in that big bullpen with everybody there or all, all the the unhelpful absolutely useless employees that's the worry to me I'm like this is gonna I be my life I'm gonna be the someone, Kevin as someone who who worked works in an office 
I find it, it it's less like The Office, and I don't know if you've watched this movie, but it's more like Office Space. Right. Have you know Office Space? Yes. You know the yes. meme? You know the meme where the guy leans over the leans over there oh, and goes, yeah. <laughs> listen, um, I'm going to need you to, to do an extra five pages of work just out of the blue. And um, you go like, can you, can you do two hours of overtime? Oh, I thought I was going to be able to go to my, go, go home today. Uh, oh, you I mean, you know what? That's fair. You can just come in, come in tomorrow, two hours early. Great. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this. I, I agree. I love this so much. I, I may not be in the office, but yeah, in my, my current job that I just recently started, yeah, where there's, it's that thing where it's like, oh, um, everyone's busy during the day. You guys are right to have a meeting at 7 p.m. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I of course I <laughs> want to give my entire evening to have a meeting yeah, at 7 p.m. Yeah, I'd love to talk at 7 p.m. There could have been an email, yes. Exactly. Oh, yeah, just send an email and I'll look at it in the morning. Jesus Christ. This segment is a personal favorite of mine, one of my favorites that we uh, we ever recorded because it was it was so random, it was so on a whim. I decided the previous episode, I, I said some things about the Demilios, and I decided to uh, watch their TV show and do a review. And you know, the, the show actually actually surprised me, and I, I think the reason it didn't didn't make the episode is I was very unprepared and it didn't quite fit the vibe uh, at all. But it's a it's a cool little show, and I think people should, uh, you know, be a little bit more open to uh, how they they treat these uh, TikTok people, um, because the show actually does delve quite deep into just you know how different this world is for these these kids, and I, I think it's um, while it may not be the most organised uh, segment, uh, it's definitely uh, got some got some good bits in there. So I uh, hope you enjoy. Oh, and um. I think this is the last year hearing from me before the introduction, so um, I hope you've enjoyed my uh, my monotone uh, my monotone little segment intros, and um, yeah, I'll see you in the outro. Hope Josh has been doing a good job in his intros, by the way. Um, yeah, haven't been keeping an eye on him, so hopefully he's doing all right. Joshua, I have a question for you. Hi. Yes. What's your question? My question Speak is: it. It's no secret on this show that uh, you and I have. Uh, delve with the idea of cooking with josh we have that's a thing that that we we don't know what that is yet but we, needless we to say it it's going to happen and when well, it happens it's going to be fantastic in biology we will cook up mushrooms and we decided that it should be cooking with josh and i think and then and then i, we're and both, then I um, yeah we're both yeah. like What's... culinarily inclined we like to cook for sure and often what else has happened is, you know, I've taken that and any time I cook something, I'll send you a Snapchat and just have the title Cooking with Josh Cooking on it. with Josh. Exactly. And it's just well, a thing that we do now. Sure. It's perfect because I was trying to, with a segment that we'll, we'll lead into, I wanted a ranking system, uh, a way right. to be able to rate and review. And I thought, what better way to do that than to get you to say, what do you reckon? If you're reviewing food, what are, let's say three or four, whatever feels appropriate, categories that you would rate food off maybe Ooh, i'd say okay. the first one would probably be presentation i'd say that would be presentation a so we start right. off first category is presentation yep presentation all right okay uh I'd give i reckon it some, maybe probably two more like maybe like experience like the experience of oh, having yep. it yep 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 like and then um, obviously the taste that it leaves in your mouth yeah, that's like the pat. So you got the presentation of how it looks, the experience yep. of of putting it together in experience in, such like flavor, like the whole flavor like, of like, like just eating it. eating it and how it mixes with each other. Yep, 
And then obviously you got like the the actual taste, the 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 core of it that's left with you after you swallow. That's left with you after you swallow. Okay, perfect. The reason I wanted to bring yeah. this up is because yeah. on last week's show, some words were said. <laughs> is that where the Emilio show is? I kind of want to watch uh, that. It probably. <laughs> my, actually, it might be. I think you're right. Maybe next and week besides- I'll give you a review of the Emilio show. Yeah. Oh, are we getting that review now? Well, I felt I had to stick with my word. <laughs> and when I I left the show last week and I sat down, I thought, oh, no. What have <laughs> but, you done? But here we are. <laughs> we, we are here. And I have been doing my homework. And I sat down. I, it was not on Paramount Plus, as discussed last week. It's on uh, Disney Plus. It's on Disney app, Plus, by the way. But oh, I watched, don't get me started. I watched the Demilios, and can I ask a, a first yes, question? Please ask. Please. I have a hand up. Hand up. Yep. Hand up. Like in class. What are what are Demilio? Who are Demilio? Who are the Demilios, Jonathan? As someone who doesn't know a lot. Exactly. All right. So what what I'll do this review. Well, I'm going to give you a little rundown of who they are, what they do, and then a rundown of the show, and that's when we can review it. But to answer your question, what is a D'Amelio? Charlie D'Amelio is the biggest TikToker in the world, and I think she has been almost since the start. And there's a whole bunch of speculation that they were actually choosing people that show potential, and they Wouldn't intentionally made them big so then they could actually bring crowds and stuff with them. And it, it was, I think that's partly the reason why these like cult followings have happened. She's got like 120 million viewers on TikTok, which yeah. honestly is insane. By viewers, I mean like our followers, which is right. absolutely I think- mental. The bit that I do know briefly about her is I feel like she may have been in a little bit of uh, online beef at some point, maybe even. There's probably a couple counts where they've maybe been in a couple beef. Yeah, It's a bit exactly. of being beef online. I, I think that happens. That's maybe like the very maybe. outskirts of that has tra- has tr- tr- uh, sort of sprinkled its way into my realm of knowledge. There's all nothing sorts of more things that. like that. Um, she lives. Well, doesn't. Uh, she's um like sixteen or seventeen now. By the way, she's sixteen yep. at the start of this show. She's really young. Um, she, her sister Dixie is nineteen, and she lives in an apartment uh, just down the road, right? And okay. she's not one of the top, but I think she's got like twenty, thirty million or something. So she's still really still really good. good. Yep. Yeah. Um, they live with their two very very boring parents. Um, their characters of the show, Mark and Heidi, they are so <laughs> good boring. names for boring parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Good names. This like names. German family who moved to Connecticut, who then moved to LA. Mark and Heidi, right? Wait, and are they are they like first generation German parents? No, 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 they're not. They're okay, not okay. I was going to say <laughs> that would have been that would be even that even funnier. <laughs> But my favorite character, uh, oh, by the way, they've got like five dogs, which is like absolutely hectic to me. That's uh, too many dogs. I think it's too many dogs. In the first That's episode, too many dogs. Like I can barely deal with about... the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <I> can... <laughs> barely dealing with the one. But my favorite character in this show is the president of the D'Amelio family enterprises. Now, Charlie, I think, is like almost 100% responsible for paying for like their $14 million mansion that they live in. Right. right? Yep. And they've turned their entire family into a business. So the parents don't work. I think they just help like be like her managers and stuff. But there is a president, and right. he has the best name for a president of like a social media star. Yep. His okay. name 
is Gregory Goodfried. How good is that? <laughs> Godfried? Goodfried. 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 <laughs> That's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. Goodfried. It's Goodfried. So, um, if you, a, it's a not that good, a, it's not that good grilled, but it's good fried. It's good fried. There is actually an episode where they have a hibachi grill, um, like the <laughs> Japanese grill, and they, oh man, yep. we'll get into it. But okay, a, a little bit of an I'm overview of the show is first episode is called Charlie D'Amelio. What the heck? And it's this is when you actually. Nah, I, I've, 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 I reckon that's something I could have said. That you were wondering as well. What the heck? Going into this. And yeah. the first part of this, I wanted to just say, they are, like, really good people. I thought I was going to be, like, cringed out by them. They're just, like, super normal. And to be honest, she's actually hilarious. Her wit, when she's just having conversations, she's, like, really, really funny. That's not what she does on TikTok. She just does dances and stuff. So I, I don't think yeah. she even talks in them. But in this show, she's just, like, pretty quiet, pretty introverted, which you right. wouldn't expect. Um, but she's she's really funny. She's really nice. Um, Dixie's dog is called Jim after Jim in the office. And I like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just a really good introduction to like, this is hard for them. And episode one ends on Dixie having a mental breakdown. I mean, like not just putting on full on massive anxiety attack, mental breakdown because she's just started singing. Um, and everyone's just been like hating on it. And this is the first Been thing there. I wanted to bring up about the quality of the show. Right. I like the characters. I like the story. It's good. The show is absolutely terrible. Right. So, can I ask a question? Because yeah. I don't think it's it's a bit confusing. Around is this a is this a reality show or is it's, this a it's like a reality or is this documentary like a scripted? It's, it's, it's like a reality documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's like a scripted okay. reality. Is it show more sort of play like a documentary? Is it more sort of keeping up with the Kardashian yeah, side? That's what, that's that what they're going for. Right. That's what they're right, going okay. for. Gotcha, but it's gotcha, all gotcha. scripted kind of stuff. Um, okay. yeah, so it ends with, with Dixie having an absolutely mental breakdown. It's like crazy. Like you feel awful. But they have all these like um, hate comments popping up on the screen to sort of show like how hard this is. Every time they do something, they have these hate comments that, that pop up. I've noticed every single comment was posted three minutes ago and has 1.2 thousand <laughs> likes. Every, every <laughs> single one. They've, they've, all, they've, all they've taken. Same. They've taken. They've taken the template and they've just repeated it. Yep. And yeah, that's. It's just. It's just horrendous. It's, it's stuff like that. Another thing that they do. Um, I, this is more talking about the, the presentation. And out of five, I reckon I give the presentation a two because they have stuff like that. Clearly, they've just duplicated the template. It's terrible. So presentation, that's getting a, getting a two out of five. Another two thing out of that five. they do that All leads right. to this presentation is that the story isn't a story. It's segments. Yeah. It's right. kind of like this show. There's no actual flow. But when you're yeah. watching... Based off the show, you could say. Exactly. We influenced that show, we and that's the only that. direction they they it went, went with our template. Yeah. Um, yes, it's all hodgepodge. So right. sometimes there'll be like literally there's Dixie having an absolute mental breakdown, like, and it was like got this dramatic music, and then it cuts to this bright white screen, and it's Charlie driving a car for the first time, and it's a Tesla because of course it's a Tesla. So of course like, it is. Oh yep. my god, that's got me. I'm gonna curb it. Blah, blah, blah. And it just cold cuts into this there's no flow no direction that's, <laughs> that's the last weird thing about it that that's episode. really weird and they've got like 
they I think they're trying to make it like TikTok. So they'll display like rather than just having like a maybe a five to ten second intro to what's happening, they'll have these random videos popping up on the screen, like playing really loud, obnoxious mm. like music and stuff. It's really, really jarring. Okay. And you feel like you literally half an hour the episode's like twenty five minutes, right? Half an hour. You feel like you've been there for four hours. Like you're, oh you're absolutely God. run out. And okay, my final right. thing for presentation is the continuity is absolutely horrific. Just watching three episodes, right? That's all I could get through. How many uh, episodes are there in, in, in wait, this season? Oh, you just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. Just you <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, 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 okay. I've only hold watched three episodes. And they at the very start of the show, out of their five dogs, they've this dog, I think it's a caboodle or a spoodle or something. And I'd say he looks like about a year old. About, three, I think it's three episodes in, into the last one I watched, they're playing a segment and you're meant to think it's chronologically. The dog is clearly like four weeks old, right? And you're meant to think that it's been building and there's been progressing and learning and developing. But this dog is now is now really small and it's a baby. It's gone back in time. <laughs> How have they done that? The okay. dog is younger. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a Benjamin it's, Button dog. A Benjamin Button. <laughs> to answer your question, That's, how many episodes yeah. are there in a show? How many episodes would you expect in a in a regular oh, season? Um, it depends. If you're a British show, six. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. I, if you're one of those shows that's maybe a little longer, maybe twelve. Twelve. If you're a normal sitcom, it's you'd see twenty four. So, so we're thinking even numbers, right? Even, even numbers. numbers, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe. An even number around 10 would be good if you don't really have yep. that much content. Like yeah. you said, six. How do you feel about nine episodes? <laughs> I hate that. That's Doesn't such that a weird number. Feel like That's they a weird had number. 10. I feel they like had, they, they had 10, but it was like bad, so they had to condense it. It did, It does feel like as as two people who have had to cut and chip away at different mm. at audio at different times in their lives – when you've thought you've had enough for this much t- for this much time, and you've really back and you've screwed it up, yeah, and you exactly. have to cut away, and then you go, "Well, I was aiming for it to be this much, but I've only really got nine, so I That's guess right. I'm gonna do nine. Like, we're just well, we'll just put out nine. Yeah. By so the end like, of it, they've been backing up to when like the dog hasn't even been born yet, but they're referencing. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to get a dog someday. <laughs> and they just smash cut to them running with the dogs down a <laughs> beach. To the pet shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. But to round out, to round out this review, presentation yeah. 2.5 because it's horrendously made. Right. The flavor and experience, I'd say, is is absolutely horrific. Manic. Right? It's it's not enjoyable Chaotic. at all. It's just it's crazy. Chaos. It's it's a mess. It's so hard to watch. And to be honest, I want to watch it because it's actually like really it's legitimately interesting and it's good getting to of know course. um the actual it's not just what people think about them, whatever. It's actually showing what's going on. And I'd say the taste is I oh yeah, so flavor experience, <laughs> I'd I'd give a one, one out of five, for right. sure. I'm going to have to do some math, so I'm getting a bit distracted and a bit stressed. But um, the the overall taste, um, I would honestly give it a four out of five. Because I think what it leaves you with with is going, this is hard, but 
for some reason they're enjoying it. Like they, it's the show's all about how they have anxiety. Every single oh my god, this is another thing. Every single show <laughs> starts and ends with. Um, you know, like a black screen, it's got white text. And it's like this show deals with confronting themes of anxiety. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. If you yeah, or anyone you know, uh, and normally you would expect, I think that's good. And normally every time that there's a message like that, it'll say uh, maybe go to Lifeline or Beyond Blue or whatever the equivalent um, in America would in be. The, yeah. in the city is, of course. And I think that's good. The, the way they go wrong here, this show is a Hulu show, right? Which is a TV yeah. production company in America. And it says, if you or anyone you know is, is struggling, um, go to uh, www.com Hulu slash The D'Amelio Show. It just directs <laughs> you to the show. No, I hate that. I hate I'm that. Like, I don't think so. But yeah, it's, all, all this aside, I think the taste of the show, four out of five, because it's yeah quite wholesome in the end. Uh, Jono, I think that was a great review. I feel like I've really gotten to the core of without even having to watch it, and I hope never have to watch it. Yes. What never this, have to watch a show, show that show. gets a massive 7 out of 15. Hey guys, it's Josh here. I just thought I'd jump in here for the, for another segment intro. This segment is called, on the run sheet, Josh's Watching Habits. Um, I do believe this ep- this came from the same episode as the Demilly Show review, which was, look, you'll hear it in episode seven if you want to go back. But we were tired. I think we were a little sick as well. So it was it was a tough episode to record, but it was a fun episode all all the more. And uh, look, I know this seems like a joke. You might think that we're playing you, but I'm serious. Jono doesn't won't cut me off again. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, on with the show. Jono, I thought that to really get to, the, as we get to the end of this podcast, it's been a banger, oh, by the way. Mate, I, we're not outroing. It, it's, we're, we're not outroing. We've still got some uh, energy left in the tank. We've still got a bit more juice it's in us. It's been a wild yeah. ride. Got a I'll bit tell more, you that much. It's been a wild ride. But uh, I thought I'd give you an insight into how my brain works. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been uh, you know, we're all locked down. We're getting ready to go out finally. It's been nice. It's, it's nice and all. It's kind of crazy, but like, thinking we can actually do stuff It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I've, I've, I've sort of gotten sort of meta with realizing how I watch stuff okay. and how like, what that um, does to my brain a bit. Like, watch stuff so unfold or, like... YouTube, okay, YouTube, like, yeah, like, as in, like, YouTubing, watching habits, Multimedia you know? kind of and stuff. And I've, I've yep. started to realize... I. A, not a, okay i say dangerous in like a bit less of like an actual dangerous way but like i found that i'll watch stuff because i like watching people who are really passionate about something get really into it okay yeah, yeah. but what that often ha- what but what often happens is i'll get really into it and then i'll start trying to understand what that thing is and that just ends in me spending money into that thing oh no into that hobby <laughs> It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You got, um, and like I'm really painted. trying to publicly shame. Um, what I'm trying to do today is I'm going to try and publicly shame myself so I really don't go into this realm because it's really something that I don't want to spend money gotcha. on. Gotcha. It's, it's almost know? like the people that get stung by like targeted ads, but you're getting stung. It's not even a sponsored no, segment. No, what happens is, what happens is, <laughs> what will be that thing where like, I'll 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 be like I'll hear something that's interesting and then I'll go look up a YouTube video and I'll scroll till I find something that I know that I know I like 
doing yep. it. And then I'll think about it. And then I'll look up the wiki for it. And then I'll look up something on Amazon and they'll start getting into my head of thinking about something I want and to do. And then like becomes right? like almost part of And then it becomes like, this little worm. I'm interested this little in. worm in my yeah. head. There's a little worm. And I'm not saying it's a bad, bad thing, right? For some things, it's a really good thing. Like getting getting healthier. I've been watching a lot more like like chefy stuff, watching people talk about food, oh, watching people talk food, about how to be healthy, like and that's food a really shows good. Is like huge, isn't it? Like you just want great. to get out with the knife and go great. Yeah, and stuff with the with the hundred percent. That stuff's really great. You know, watching um watching people who know a lot about a specific topic makes you want to go and get better at the thing that they're doing. You know, I like watching people talk about how they write directors and how they direct or it's like people it's who like write interesting stuff yeah interesting I, stuff I, I think like one on a similar vein that's like good for you is like um this is back like last year in the first season of sas australia they're like doing all this like physical stuff and i like started running again and got out there and did like really intense activities it's, it's exactly it's like good stuff it's exactly that you know something that's just become a thing that i now that i now watch as just a thing that i generally like which i had no idea really how it got into is is wrestling like like oh no like profe- <laughs> like, like wrestling which has just been an interesting thing like, to just um, watch myself like get WWE into like pro- kind of stuff like wwe kind of stuff yeah that kind of stuff where like i've like tipped a toe in at points before yeah. and i've joked about it and then i've actually sort of found a way that my mind it's been, enjoys it's been it and so, in the back of your mind and, that, and, it, and like my mind's understood it and it's clicked so now i'll watch watch mm. for specific things one such thing and i'm i'm, I'm heading it off at the pass because i don't want it to be a thing because yep. i've watched people do it and i know people who have these kind of things is okay particularly figure collecting but oh, like no. toy collecting. no 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 no, no. <laughs> funko pops are one thing and actual toy. Co- I've been watching pop people. Sounds like tasty. Like <laughs> the Funko Pop, like the pop pop vinyl figures, pop vinyl figures. Like I have a couple. I got a on my shelf behind me. In the back you can't there, really yeah. see. There's there's something. There's a couple. You see, there's a big Deadpool one. Someone got me for my birthday. Um, and there you go. Somewhere up there. Hard to see, but somewhere over there. And you know, it's. It, I tell you what, it's interesting watching people who know a lot about something talk about the thing that they're interested in you know definitely something where where you know when they know a lot about a thing and you hear how like the interesting history behind it i think that what loops me in right like hearing how oh you know here's this toy but it technically wasn't the first time this toy but then you know they misprinted it for this and that's when an interesting thing have, like, a and then my mind knowledge tricks. about it it gets interesting like it's really yeah that kind of stuff really gets to, me um, to show up to this uh podcast uh, <laughs> session i was watching um Hi. yeah if anyone knows i was busy um, at iga <laughs> the, uh, getting ripped <laughs> the hell off um if anyone knows tom scott yeah. on youtube uh he did a yeah, collab course. video with a guy called james hoffman who's really into coffee and they're both like people who I are really passionate about stuff that they do and they were having it was like a 30 minute conversation that he said it was meant to be like a five minute video it's like a 30 minute conversation go about like how to taste this. coffee and stuff and it was like super super interesting right. because yeah. they had well that's additional that's... information as well as the passion so yeah really, exactly really good stuff and this is what my mind does is i'll bounce between all these little things until something becomes a big thing that i get interested gotcha. in i'm just heading it off the pass because i have no interest in it because i've found i have I have two colliding. This is what I mean by my my mind hasn't broken on this yet, because the part of my mind that says it's interesting keep keep stuff in a box versus the the actual interest in my mind of going 
hey, I actually love this Mecha Godzilla figure. I love to just keep it outside so actually I can enjoy having yeah, it yeah, yeah. on my desk, Interact looking at me while I'm stuff. when I'm doing yeah. stuff. You know, it's a nice thing to have. I just don't want to be one of those people. I know people who have these walls of Funkos mm. because they they want to like keep it for like the. Uh, like the it's like like the, the, like the market the, of yeah it. the and I don't have a problem with people who do that. I'm just saying that I don't want to become one of those people. I tell you that I'm heading yeah, it off the yeah. path because I <laughs> I don't I, I I was gonna say I don't want you to become one of those people. I don't I don't want to become one of those people. And uh, please don't become one of those people because they're the kind of people who if they see you and you have one and it's outside the box, they go, oh, you know, it leaves its value, bro. You shouldn't keep it. It's like, bro, if I want to take it out, I'm going to take it out, all right? I'm going to take my BB-8 that's, that's out what my box. problem is. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I, have people who, I have people who tell me these things. And I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't care. It's like, I, this I'm, is I'm my, worried because I, I get enjoyed yeah. watching these people go on these toy hunts and look at these cool things from eras that I have no interest in. <laughs> like someone was looking at this weird, like, trash a toxic ooze thing and it looked really cool and they were telling me they were saying how this is a very rare thing xyz i was like oh that's really cool i don't i don't want to collect this how, people how have these big walls mounted pop, on their Funko walls pop cost i see pop how much does one cost depends i feel like 20 i feel like 25 i feel like that's a really dangerous number because it's yeah like, exactly oh, that's that's fine. Because as soon as you buy, <laughs> hey, guess what? You buy four of them. You've spent a hundred. Yeah, bucks. and that okay. doesn't and fill up much of a shelf either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but it's money that it, it I like feel my like Funko pumps. Yep. Pops. I like the idea of having them. I just i I don't want to become one of these. For the people. sake of everybody, Joshua. Hey guys, it's Josh here. Definitely not last minute rec- recording something that I should have recorded earlier. If you might remember this, my name, I, you won't remember this, but I, I had been working on something for a crap ton of time, and I wanted to give Jono a sense of it. You know, it's just a bit of work for a, for, for an up-and-coming business. We explained it in the clip. Uh, it'll be absolutely fine. And once again, you know, it's, 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 it's just, I'm so glad I finally get to talk through. And I thought I'd give you a great story about this that goes further into the background of this piece, and I hope Jono won't cut it. You know, it was just only twenty minutes ago that you know I was reminded that I hadn't recorded this. Jono, um, the tension has changed in 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 the recording booth for a moment. I so know the atmosphere in the studio is electric. <laughs> you're, you're looking, you're looking a bit excited right now. I am. I am. What, what what have I done? What's well, I have happened? seen, I have seen a guitar, and we, oh. this is not something that we have done. We, I don't think no? we, we've had music in no? our segments, we've but we in, in the openers, segments. but we um, yeah, we haven't had a live performance before. We I'm excited. Um, and. A- I'm okay, assuming that, that that's uh, what this is for, that, and it's not just an emotional support guitar. <laughs> you know, Jono, um, I really would like to just sort of uh, provide a service to some people. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there are some brands that have really come out of, get gotten out of vogue recently. Okay. And, you know, um, I think they just need a bit of a a bit of a a, a bit of a leg up sometimes. Just may, maybe not uh, mass marketing help, but no, just no, a gentle no. re- push in the right just direction. A little, just a little, little, just a little poke, a little just boop, and and just help them readjust. And yeah. I think one such company, and maybe close to us for reasons that are going to become okay, very okay, quickly, is Melways. 
Now, Jono... Certainly wouldn't use them can, that can frequently. You, can you explain to someone who might not know by their name Melways what the Melways is? Well, the Mel part would stand for Melbourne, which actually blew my mind when I found that out. And Way is Ways. Directions. Right. Directions it's, it's, of it's, Melbourne. It's a street book. It, Typically, it's a giant book that people used to carry around in their car before that Google Maps was a thing. Like a big, like, 200-pager illustrated thing, yeah. Exactly. Nowadays, you might not find them in your car, but if you were to Google it, they still exist, actually. Yeah, they've branched out. They've got Brisway, Sidway, uh, Tazway. Amazing. And actually, you'd be surprised to find out that if you look on their website, it's just... You, you can look up the Melways for your area as well. <laughs> it's just like PDF maps. That's like all it is. No, well, you'd think that. But if you actually yeah. zoom close enough, it actually just turns into Google Maps. Oh, does it? <laughs> That's so good. That's so um, good. I as, love that. You know, um, as someone who, uh, budding musician of some sort, I would say, mm. I feel like I could, I could provide a service now. Because, you know, I think that there are some companies that, that, that could use a little leg up. And, you know, maybe I could give a bit of a pro bono service, you know, for free. Just Very just honorable of you. Little guys, very honorable of me. Just give them a little bit of a service and and help them give them a little bit of service. Yeah, you, that works as a car. That works. Yeah, give them a little bit of help. Give them a little bit of help through, through, through virtue of song. Oh, I am very ready for the first installment of Josh's pro bono service. I don't know if that's what's going to be called, but we're just going to roll with it. It's going to be called that. (laughs) Using you is the right thing to do. I force my passenger to flick through when I drive. If I could, I'd get him to use you all the time. But how could I when you're right? It's just Google Maps You can drive your own way Or use a Melways You can leave Google Maps For another day And use Melways You can drive your own way Or use a Melways Got it in like 500, I don't know this is not funny anymore. <laughs> and that, Joshua and Friends and Fro, brings us to the end. Friends and Fro? Friends and Fro. Friends and Fro. That Friends and Fro brings us to the end of the Cutting Room Floor episode, the segments that were lost but not forgotten. And I'm glad that we, we finally got to show them the light of day because even though they didn't make it to Final Cuts, I think there was still a little bit of merit. Uh, if you're still watching or listening now, you believe that as well. If you switched off, then clearly they didn't have any merit. Um, but Joshua, did you enjoy that as much as I did? Yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. It was it was fantastic. I really enjoy recording with you. I like recording next to you and sort of uh, parallel to you, I guess. <laughs> That's great. Um, and I, I also want to ask you how much wood, 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 chuck, chuck, wood, chuck, wood, chuck, wood. <laughs> Thanks, Jono. There's a great story about that, but I think I'll first answer with the number four. It goes back to 1800. 
Look, that is an interesting answer. Probably not what I would have gone for. But um, thanks, everyone, for listening. The final episode of um, this collection, collection one of the Comedian Ons, uh, will be you know, in a few weeks' time, in a month's time. Who knows when it will be? It's a Christmas special. Um, Joshua, would you like to tell the people what it's about? Sure, Jono. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be lots of... Look, I think I'll take over. Um, it's going to be largely, um, I think, Christmas-related. Uh, very, very musically heavy. Um, definitely, we've already started recording some songs for it. It's going to be a, a little bit different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I get. I guess. I guess it's going to be different. Um, mhm. Wait, do you keep cutting me out of the podcast? Yeah, that's right. So, please stay tuned for the, uh, the Christmas spectacular. It's been absolutely fantastic, and we will talk to you properly uh, in the Christmas special. Ciao.